أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على الشيخ المرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم مدد يا سيدي يا سيدي يا رسول الكريم يا خبير العظيم مدد يا سيدي يا سلطان العليا شيخ محمد الفايز الداغستاني سيدنا شيخ محمد ناز مادة حقاني سلطان قلوبنا مولانا الشيخ هشام الكباري مدد الحق يا حجة الله يا المخلص انظر حالنا و اشعالنا و عبيدون به مددكم من نظركم اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اتي الله اتي الرسول و اولو الامر منكم and a reminder always for myself an abdika lajeesu da'ifu miskeenu zalimu jahad and by the grace of Allah rahmah mercy be upon us that nobody can be anything and anyone have the slightest love for Allah and love of Sayyidina Muhammad they understood that. Not the audience that's sitting in front of them but whom they are sitting in front of is what make them to be shy. They don't need to be reminded by people to be humble, they are not blind. When your heart is not blind it's not the audience of 10-20 people you sit in front that you be nothing to but it's the audience that Allah is presenting you to that in their presence impossible to think you're anything. So sometimes cuckoo people say, oh be nothing, be nothing, remember to be nothing. If your heart is open you already know you're nothing because whom you sitting in front of is everything. But if your heart is blind and you think you're going to be something for twenty people, you're not going to progress in anything. A reminder from myself in this month of shahwat that we passed because we have to continuously remind ourselves we don't know at what time, third time, fourth time, five, fifth year, tenth year it will trigger something into the heart to understand. This month of Shahwal we finished the holy month of Ramadan and Ramadan is nine and is the sultan of power. That in that sultan of power Allah want to efface the nation, be nothing. With the barakah of Ramadan all that you have manifested in eight months I'm going to crush you to be nothing just from the barakah of siyah. As soon as they fast Allah al-muntaqeem, the sifat of Allah in that month every month is numbered and every reality in those numbers begin to open. This sifat al-muntaqeem it destroys all bad characteristic. Allah wipe away every manifestation that Allah not pleased with. And those whom journeying with awliyaullah, not that they're anything, the donkey of a wali is holy in heaven. How much Allah love His awliyaullah. They don't have to claim to be anything. Just the donkey of the wali is holy in heaven. 
Here they look for the, 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 the donkey of Sayyidina Isa and they said, if we, if we could find the, the foot of that donkey, we would have put it upon our head of their tashrif and their love his people have for Sayyidina Isa The love for Sayyidina Muhammad and awliyaullah who represent the light of Prophet upon this earth, even their donkeys are holy. And you can get a tabarak from even their donkey. And they remind us that in that tenth month of Shahwal is the reality of the binary code. When Allah wants you to be nothing, it's a path in and a journey towards this hijrah. Because the twelfth month is the hajj and everybody is making the hajj. Not only the physical hajj that you buy, the spiritual hajj in which Allah is that, I've attached you to these awliya, I attached you to the love of Sayyidina Muhammad Your journey is even more precise and I efface you in Ramadan and I make you to be nothing in Ramadan and make your soul to be pure and purified. And then Prophet teaching externally, internally, shahwal is the secret of ten. Ten? Because you just came out of the nine which makes you to be a nothing. In Arabic the nothing is a nuqt. The ten is a one with a nuqt, with a dot. They want to take us on this journey to the Lord of power, to the Divinely Presence that you're a dot and we're going to move you into the Divinely Presence of the One. And Prophet taught that in the Qiyamah and the arrival of Qiyamah there would be a war in six days of shahwa, that there would be a battle and the drumming of war would begin in Ramadan and the battle would break out in shahwa. Now from Malakut there's no time. So Ramadan there's always a battle. The drums are beating at Qumin nar the last 10 days of course the drums are beating. That Allah I want to Faraj, I want to save you from Jahannam. How I'm going to save you is I'm going to make you to be nothing. And you're going to reach towards your Armageddon, you're going to reach towards your reality. You're going to reach to the reality of witnessing your grave, witnessing all that you worship is going to be brought down in front of you. All that you've made of yourself is going to be destroyed and I make things to begin to make war against you. Means difficulty comes, hardship comes because you just achieved a great accomplishment for Ramadan. Allah want to continue that accomplishment and as soon as shawwal begins the difficulty and attacks begin. And it shows for us how Allah is eternal, I have no time. We're not waiting for an Armageddon on a field in which everybody dies. There's an Armageddon at every moment in your spiritual reality and our spiritual reality. That Allah said, everything has to be brought down, everything within you that is beginning to manifest itself, its desires, its wounds, your shaykh, your, your form, 
Yeah, this world makes you like a Buddha and love you, respect you, think of you something. Allah I'm going to crush all of that and each person begins to have their own Armageddon. Everything begins to collapse, every type of difficulty comes, every type of attack comes. And those characters when they teach that, a part of that teaching is so that don't be angry. Don't be angry at what's coming to you in this play, it's like a movie, like a play. The scene just open, Allah want to bring the servant to be humble, to be nothing. Say, so don't be disturbed by the actors in this play because the director is Allah I can bring other actors in the play, doesn't matter. You don't like these two, I bring you three worse ones. So no, no, yeah, I these two, they're good enough for me because next one may come with a big Alhamdulillah <laughs> wa shukran lillah. Based on that, based on the ilm and the knowledge is how to achieve this muridin that we talked last night. We talked last night and as a reminder that the ones who want to come into tariqah they think everything is about aggression and, 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 and being aggressive and, and fighting on behalf of the shaykh and no, no, no uh, the shaykh is showing you, no, no, you're uh, the worst character, the lowest of character, the backbiter, the qiba, the one whom slanders and Prophet teaching so eloquent that if you convey something bad about someone and it's true, you have backbitten them, you've eaten, eaten their flesh. So if it's true, Ya Sayyidi Ya Rasul Kareem, I went around told people the horribleness of that person, said, if it's true you have backbitten them, you have eaten their flesh and you're in big trouble with Allah and if it's not true you have slandered them, you have destroyed their character. Here they have the lawsuit, what do they call slandering lawsuit? That you just you destroyed my character, my sustenance, everything. That sin is not forgivable, there's no shaykh who can tell you, I will forgive you going back by somebody because he's not above Prophet There's no one who can imagine themselves above Sayyidina Muhammad When Prophet brings a sharia, the law, you see it is final, you don't go above that. So Prophet said, no there's nobody who can forgive you until the one that you slandered and you backbitten has to forgive you. Nobody can intercede for you at that time. Every other sin you can, you can say, Ya Rabbi I made a big boo-boo, forgive me, I stole something, I did something wrong, Allah just says, Oh Ghafoor Raheem, inshaAllah I forgive you. Backbiting? How Allah going to forgive you when Allah wasn't damaged? It's the best, it's the most supreme court on this universe. So I wasn't hurt, your shaykh wasn't hurt, that person was hurt. I cannot and I will not forgive you until you seek that person's forgiveness. If they forgive you, if they don't forgive and they want to take their hisab, God forgive you and protect you from what's coming. Backbiting is the only thing that can take all your hasanat. Because we said before, darkness and sin is like a black, blacked out room, dark, dark. One good action is like a candle and it illuminates the darkness. 
And when Allah grant you hasanat and goodness, nothing can take it away. That light can never be extinguished except Prophet wrote again. That's why I say there is no shaykh who can go above the rule of Prophet and tell his students, no, go backbite, go spy, go slander, go do like this. No, that person has become corrupted if they give those types of orders. The respect for Prophet's laws and what Prophet warned, as soon as you backbite, you're, you're pulling all your good deeds and extinguishing your light. And why shaitan encourages a person to backbite and slander someone? To bankrupt them. He's a bankruptcy expert. When he sees the person is doing good deeds, good actions, he's becoming wealthy in the presence of Allah of, of hasanat and good deeds. How can I pull their deeds? You can't except qaybah. As soon as they begin to talk bad, their account is being emptied and transferred to the person that they are talking bad against. So as if the, that pious person is pulling all the hasanat of your actions, leaving it to be bankrupt. And if that one is carrying the burdens that Allah wants them to carry, Means now the sayat and the burdens will be shifted onto that person who backed it. Very dangerous, unimaginably dangerous. And if pious people go around them, eat from them, they'll vomit. Because this is the hadith when the Sahabi, as soon as Prophet spoke of that reality, the Sahabi who were talking, they were in a corner and vomiting flesh and vomiting flesh. So, what happened? So this is the, the flesh of your brother that you're eating. He actually gave them to see that meat was coming raw out of their mouth and they were vomiting. You go somewhere and you vomit from the food, it was filled with qaybah. And Prophet for his pious servants want them to know, when I talk it's true. I'm not talking a philosophy class, I'm talking it's 100% like you know your hand, your being it's 100% true, you will become sick. And that was a warning, if that make you sick, just keeping in their company all your light will be taken away. Anything that you worked on in life, it will be pulled and that's all that shaitan wants. By that they understood, these things will bankrupt us, these bad characteristics will destroy us and that's why the shaykh wanted to show that go. Don't think your bad character that you achieved anything, I want you to meet three of my real students. Because we say muridin there are few, muhibin could be millions if the shaykh is powerful, he's everywhere there could be millions of lovers. But real and real followers maybe two or three and that's whom he wanted to show, go look, go look at one of my real people. How much you abuse them and they won't attack you back. How much you come against them they won't attack you back. And to know that Prophet what he's giving, that one whom you attacked is pulling all your good deeds and any type of garbage that they have they are permitted now to throw that garbage upon that person. One time we asked Mulana Shaykh Hisham, 
said, yeah, just get an idea, your mashallah is always was in difficulty, always in, 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 a, in a difficult energy would come onto Mawlana Shaykh, said Sayyidi, can I just one time carry something? It was the beginning of my tariqah. I don't know what it was, a few days later I was like dead on the couch where we were living in Beverly Hills in the condo and I was dead on the couch and I felt like somebody shot me in the head and she, my wife called immediately, Mamana, it looked like he's dead and uh, something's wrong like his head has been, he says he can't move his head, he was feeling very sick. Mamana got on the phone and said, what's wrong? I said, I don't know Say that. I just asked if I could carry just a little bit and try to carry a burden for you. He said, are you crazy? Make a dua like that? Because we have no imagination, we have no understanding what they're carrying of difficulty. Of what Allah put upon them of burdens and how they have to carry those burdens. We pray that Allah give us an understanding that these are the months in which Allah want to make us to be nothing, come back to the shahwa, that I'm going to crush you, there's going to be war declared against you. Means every type of hardship will visit you, be patient. Keep your zikr, you're being moved into Divinely Presence until the eleventh month can open and what Allah dress of binary code means, I begin to send an energy upon you and you begin to be a reflection of the One. Allahu Ahad and, and the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad al-Wahid, the loving reflection of Allah's essence of Ahad that there is no sharik. There's no likeness onto the reality of that ahad but it reflects its love to the wahd, to the oneness of Sayyidina Muhammad When they take us into the presence of that eleven means that once you became nothing we dressed you with nothing, we're going to bring you back to life into the presence of that one. We pray that Allah give us a life to see those days, to be dressed by that one, to be patient through tippet testing and everyone has testing in their life. Everyone has arguments in their homes, everyone has a complaint against their wife or their husband or their children, this is all the same category, all the same. Any type of complaint you have against your husband, Allah's crushing you. You have a complaint against your wife, Allah crushing you. Your children have a complaint against you, your parents, too bad for them but that… that <laughs> That doesn't count because my kids are here today. <laughs> but if you have a complaint against your children then be patient. All of our life Allah is trying to dress us and take us to a goal, take us to a destiny. We pray that we can see the eleventh month and be dressed by that mirror, dressed by that reflection and then the holy month of Zulhaj in which Allah grant us in those ten days to say, Labaik, Allahumma Labaik, that we, we, we came, Ya Rabbi, with all our raggedy and riggedy and all our good and bad, but we're here, Ya Rabbi, dress us from your lights and your blessings, inshaAllah. Bi hurmati Muhammad al Mustafa, wa bi siri Surat al Fatiha. Sidna Nabi, Sidna Nabi.